0: And you're very welcome to episode 109 of the Irish Photography Podcast. It's a very, very special episode. It's all about gear. Coming right up. I don't know who you are, but welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. Sit back, relax, and listen about cameras, gear, settings, stories, and all things photography. Join Dermot and Darren on Ireland's Best Photography Podcast. Let's go. And you're very welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. You can hear the excitement in my voice. Why? Because we are going to be talking about gear and gas and all that crack. Because yesterday was an absolute fantastic day for the camera industry. But before we get into all that jazz... Let's say hello to my good old buddy, my pal, my homie down in Cork, bye, Darren Spoonley. Hi, buddy. How's it going, bye? What's the story like? How are we
1: getting on up there on Limerick? Not too bad, boy. How are the young offenders? Oh, they're fine, bye. That's why I'm Come back on now because Darren wasn't available this evening. So, the uh, young offenders come back on the telly now again, like, and uh, Billy Murphy, like, Billy Murphy's going to be Murphy. on again there for Bernard. <laughs> Billy Murphy with his melted face. <laughs> his melted face, boy, yeah, I want this face. I'm good, boy. I'm good, yeah, I'm excited. All these new shinies that have come out, and you know what? They've come out from a brand that you and I love, which is Canon. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you know, exciting times, and I think it's a, a really, really interesting range of cameras that they've just brought out, and even lenses as well.
0: Like They did the whole shebang, and printers, the lot. Mm, yeah, it's, 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 it's fantastic, and there's supposed to be a firmer update for the ESR as well, but the Canon website seems to be not working properly. I'm, I'm not surprised because, you know, everything that's going on today. So, and I didn't hear anything about it in the Reimagine launch to, uh, uh, yesterday to talk about DSR update. But look, that that's way down the line. We have some other things that are just fantastic that we want to talk about. And I really, really think that this is going to revolutionise the whole photographic community. It's just amazing. Are you are you excited as I am, Darren?
1: Actually, I am, to be honest, you know, because when we went to the USR launch, what well, you were salivating at the mouth so much so that you bought two of them. I mean, I'm still on my 60, and, you know, I as I said before, I kind of wait. I said, OK, I'll go for the whatever it is that Canon comes out with. And they came up with that one. They went, oh, OK, it's missing one or two things. I'll wait for the pro version. So now they've come out with the pro version, but then they've also come out with another version, which actually directly replaces the camera that I currently shoot on, which is the 60. So I'm thinking then differently, you know, so I'm kind of, yeah, really excited. I'm torn between two lovers. Both of them are gorgeous, uh, but I can't really figure out which one is appealing to me more.
0: Okay, awesome. So... Okay, let's say that this is a sales pitch to see which camera Darren is going to buy. So will we get on some people to talk about the camera rather than listen to the boring all two of us? What do you say to that?
1: Great idea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well let's see which one is gonna suit. How are we gonna do this? Who'll we get? Who pops um, into your mind? Do you know what we could do? Let's ring Canon Ireland and see what they've got to say about it, will we? We know some ring there, don't we? You
0: sure. You sure? Yeah, let's do it. I'm sure we'll be on speed dial anyway, wouldn't we?
1: Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we'll definitely get an answer. Okay, we we'll do it so for the laugh.
0: For sure. Why not? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, so we're going to ring Gareth Conroy from Canon, <coughs> Ireland. Oh, it's ringing. It's ringing. The moment of truth. Can you hear that now? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> oh. Hello, Gareth Conroy. This is Live 95 FM and you've just won a thousand euros from the Irish Free podcast.
2: Finally, finally, it's coming up, Gareth.
0: <laughs> How are you? Finally, kidding, buddy? a bit of
2: luck. I'm good,
0: I'm good. How are you? Are you well? Oh, we're fantastic. It's it's an exciting day for the industry if I have to be, I have to be honest. I mean, like I'm salivating here at the mouth just watching those um, launches today on YouTube. They're amazing.
2: Yeah, it's been really good. It's really, really, like, Jesus, it's been really exciting, uh, I have to say. You know, I, like, I've worked on with Canon six years, and um, I think three three years in, in the, on the kind of camera side, so I've, I've seen a couple of small camera launches, like, I've been around for the M50, I think the 60 Mark II, the biggest one so far was the EOS R, yeah. which was really good, really, really good, and that they, they did that so well, I, th- I think a lot of people were expecting a different type of camera, but this this kind of surpass it all. It's just a pity. <laughs> it's just a pity that we're in lockdown still and and i because I, I, I know there were plans to do it you know, it wouldn't have be it would have been an actual physical event and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Similar to like, remember you you were at the D Light Studio one and yes. all that kind of stuff. So there definitely would have been a plan to, to do something. But I you know what, I think on, on the basis of of the situation. I think it was brilliant. I think it was really, really good. You know, I think the videos were excellent. That the the contributions from all the ambassadors. You know, I think they got it just right. Really, and I think it. yeah it, I'm. I'm very impressed. It was very exciting watching it all. You know, really yeah. exciting.
0: Yeah, I, I have to be honest, I, I absolutely loved it. And like in previous years for launch events like uh, online, you know, you got to see like the, the ESR launch in Hawaii with all the lads like um, Scott Kelby and uh, Jared Pol and so on. But I thought it was good, but I thought the way they did it this year through YouTube was really, really nice. It gives you a better insight of what the camera can do and far better quality kind of video. So would you agree with that?
2: Oh, yeah. I think it I think it showed it off really, really well. I think, you know, as well as that, like I was looking at the views there today and the questions that were rolled in, there was 20-odd, 20 25,000 people at, at one stage had kind of tuned in. And, you know, you, you could get the message across about the two cameras quite yeah. well. I think I think that worked well. Whereas, you know, uh, like I said, I, I was at the EOS uh, launch, which we did in London, and again, a lot of this stuff is kind of is kind of done through Canon Europe and Canon UK, yes. and and then we we go over and, and we help out, and you know we we do our own stuff here locally. But um, you, you, again, you're only going to have a select few people at that. Some press, you're not going to have it open to everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of our job is to get into the shops, into the stores, and then show it off and <laughs> and try get get it into people's hands. Whereas this, it kind of. Yeah, it was it was good. It was a double-edged sword, you know. In one way, you'd yeah. like to see a kind of a, you know, a, a, a live there and then event, but you know, this was a close kind of second. I think I, I think it was very good. I think, and yeah. I think the cameras really they, they, they spoke for themselves. To be honest, let's, let's be honest. I think they were true. You know, you, you're you're under no illusion of what you're getting now. You know. <laughs>
1: And, and Gareth, it's Darren here. I found it hard to get a word in with Darren, is so excited about Chinese, you know. Um, so <laughs> you, you say there was two cameras that were released today. So there was the EOS R5 and there was the EOS R6. So who are they yeah. aimed at? Who's who is the five aimed at, and who's the six aimed at? Okay, well, I'd
2: say the, starting with the, 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 the R6. I mean, the way the way we're kind of looking at the R6 is it's a it's a kind of a mixture of the 6D Mark II. And the 7D Mark II, so it's a, it's a kind of a hybrid of the, of the two of those. So you're you're looking at, at that kind of customer, which is or mm-hmm. that user, which is your your kind of high end enthusiast. Maybe you know you semi pro, because yes. um, it's definitely it ticks those boxes. So it's it, you know it's going to be ideal for sports. I and mean, you would have seen some some of the videos, Samo Samo Vidic, who who shoots for Red Bull, and he, we actually had him in there in Mondello Park a couple of years ago with uh, wow. Eddie Kill and uh, yeah he's fantastic he, he, he's brilliant but he, you have see the stuff he was doing with the R6 uh, uh, kayaking so and then for wildlife photography as well so it's that kind of the R6 sits there like I said a hybrid so you're talking you know landscape portrait you know uh, sporting uh, in weddings I mean it'll certainly be used for video as well I mean there's no two mm-hmm. ways about it so it's really it's, they're an all, all round camera, you know. Yes, um, yeah. The R5, I mean, that's, I, I would say firmly, it's a professional camera. It's 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 You could almost look at it as, as a mirrorless 5D Mark IV. And I think that's the camera everybody was expecting when the USR came out. Yes. You know, if, if, if you were to look at it. But I'd say definitely a, a 5D Mark IV uh, mirrorless version. Definitely professional. Very, very, very high-end enthusiast. And again, you're looking at you know, landscape, portraits, wildlife, studio work, photojournalism, sports. And then on, on the video side, I, a lot of people have been talking about it as, as being a really good B-cam for for, for a video. So, mm-hmm. you know, with, with, uh, for high-end productions, even for, for kind of, um, you know, even low-budget independent film, I, I could see that camera being used, you know. Uh, um,
1: it's, so, it's awesome. It's awesome when you think of the actual you know the the gear that's in it and what it can produce from the size of the body you know 8k video that's when i first heard that and myself in dirma went no no way no way that's fake news that can't be true that can't be true like the world you know that's been the reaction you know that's everybody's been saying
2: that and and I, I've kind of been digging deeper into into some of the specs, and and in terms of the AK, they're, they were talking today about uh, taking taking screen grabs from from AK. Yeah, I heard that. Um, yeah. and, and the screen grabs will be will be thirty megapixels wow. from from the AK. Yeah, like so. You know, when you start digging down into it, you know the capabilities of, this, of that back camera are just yeah, they're just incredible. You know, um, and then the forty five megapixel sensor, which is you know again, people were were looking for. Sort of a, a high sensor, to high, a high high resolution camera, and definitely got it now. And that's an all new sensor as well. So you know, sometimes they Canon would almost like we we we'd make a, a camera and then maybe use the sensor in a couple of different cameras or whatever. But this this is a new sensor. Even the even the uh, twenty megapixel of the 6 is it's is, is, is a new variant of the of the one that's in the the Wood DX Mark three. So very similar sensor wow. to that. So you're getting the similar sensor to a
0: seven and a half grand camera in the OR, you know the OR, the, the 1DX Mark III so mm, it's incredible wow. you know yeah, yeah I, it's I, really I, incredible. I, I truly love both cameras okay I can see the pros and I can see the cons on both sides but what I'd like to know okay look the two of them have two memory card slots so that kind of eases off the pressure from uh, not the fall down <laughs> of the ESR, but it it really kind of reinstates people's um confidence yeah. in the cameras you know but the what's the autofocus like with these new cameras compared to the ESR? Uh, like
2: it's 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 essentially a, a new autofocus system you know so it's it's essentially like they're calling it the dual pixel theme of 2 so it's you know it's a, it's a new system really you know, because of the Digic 10 processor, you're going to be able to do stuff like that. So it's, it's definitely like the R6 you're, you're looking at. It's newer version. Um, I mean, if you look at the R, the OSR, the OSR is a great camera. It's a really good camera. And I mean, if, if people can't get good video or good skills out of that camera, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, <laughs> it, but it's, 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 a fantastic, it's a fantastic camera. And, and what they produce now is, I think what a lot of people kind of criticise the o for for, more for not having than than what it did have. And again, you know, people who, who didn't really use it and who read the spec sheets, you know, they, they seem to have put everything into these two cameras. And, you know, you might say, well, the R6 doesn't have this, it doesn't have that, but the R5 does and vice versa. So, you know, between the two cameras, you've got a bit of everything that's required or what, what people or what I assume people required and, and asked for, you know. But the the autofocus system, yeah, it's fantastic. So you you've got now, you know, you you can you can set it to people um, people prior, uh, priority for for take pics of people. You've got animal detection. So yeah, I, 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 saw I was that. That yeah, awesome. I was lucky enough to have a, a, a pre production sample for for a couple of days of both of them. Mm. And I've a I've a border collie here. You, you guys might know that. Um, yeah. he, he kind of jumps around the place And hops around the place He, he, he does he, he put the, put the cam- camera on him And uh, tracks his head Even if he turns his head away it was well, still well,
0: tracking him Hold on a second here, Gareth. You I, I didn't get that text from you To say to call up and test it out it, <laughs> For some reason yeah, no, Maybe yeah, my phone yeah. wasn't that was working was that on. day Or something, not, I don't know
2: I, I sent you numerous texts and You just didn't pick up you know, Oh, yeah, going yeah. On. <laughs> But yeah, no we, 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 got a, we got a chance to, to kind of have a quick look at them but it, uh, what, what happened really was There was... Um, the Fodokino, I believe, was supposed to go ahead, obviously in Germany, and uh, it mm-hmm. didn't didn't happen this year. So there was a, there was a kind of a, a few samples floating around, but so we were lucky enough. Myself and Kira uh, were lucky enough to get our hands on on uh, an R five and an R six and play around nice. with them. Um, so now they're pre production models. You, know, yeah. so you, you can't you can't really give them out to anybody to try, mm-hmm. Um because there, there'd still be a few little bits and pieces in them that need to be sorted, but. Uh, they were just brilliant you know the, the focusing on the dog and then like, I took it out to the back garden and focusing on birds flying over the house and it tracks the birds you know like house sparrows or, or seagulls whipping really? across the house and, and this thing is tracking them all the way you know and the movements and you know how erratic birds will move yeah incredible sure. absolutely incredible um, so yeah the autofocus system is, 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 is fantastic it's really really good you know <laughs>
1: So, Gareth, I suppose you know. Question for you: Are there I'd say obviously you know the, the the two card slots that are in each cameras? Both of them have yeah. sim- exactly the same autofocus. There's marginal difference, if any, in regards to the technology that's there from the autofocus. You've got inbuilt body, uh, uh, in body, uh, in body image stabilization, or IBIS, <laughs> which is why it's one. called IBIS because most people like yeah. me would struggle with it, right? do will just call um, it IBIS like
2: everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I know. I know.
1: But you know what? Like. Both of them are absolutely incredible cameras. And, you know, we've said this a long time back myself and Dermot, that in this day and age, there's no such thing as a bad camera. But now yeah. Canon have come out with something that is like something that people have been dreaming of for years. It's all the things you could possibly want in a camera. And you're going, okay, and there it is. And now not only is it there, but now it's been launched. So like if somebody yeah. was holding back from a DSLR to move over onto a mirrorless camera, then no, obviously, is the time to do that because the technology seems to be phenomenal, isn't it?
2: Yeah, but that's what I was saying to you. So, I mean, you, you know, you'd look at both, just looking at the shared features of both cameras, you know, so they, they've both got the, the same processor, which is the Digic X. They're both 12 frames a second mechanical. They're both 20 frames electronic. Yeah. Uh, they've both got uh, animal eye detection, uh, face detection, two card slots, uh, inbuilt stabilization. Um, uh, you know, they really have ticked all the boxes. I, I, I mean it'd be hard to choose which one to buy. Really, depending. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, if you're if you're a professional photographer, I think I don't think you could look past the off eyes. Um, but you know, if you're looking to get into into you know improve your 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 Current kit, uh, sixty or seventy, and you want to get up a little bit faster, but you need the two card slots. Well, then the R six is there. You, you've got an option, and there's a budget there. You know what I mean? they're they're, they're sitting in a, in a kind of a good price base for yeah. for for somebody who's you know look they're you know they're not they're not you wouldn't class them as, as cheap cameras. You know what I mean? But they they certainly the R six particularly came in an awful lot sort of cheaper than I thought it would be. You know, mm-hmm. um, okay, I guys. Mean, get, yeah,
0: so you say they're not cheap cameras. What's it going to cost me?
1: <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> for two or When you when,
2: upgrade,
0: when when, when I buy one of these cameras, if I do, how much is it going to cost me for the R5 or how much is it going to cost darn for the R6? Because I think deep down, that's the way it's going to go, yeah, yeah, I'd say so, yeah. So
2: you're looking at all five, uh, five is. Four eight
0: four nine. Okay,
2: ninety nine. Four four thousand eight hundred and forty nine ninety nine. And your r six is two thousand eight hundred
0: and ninety nine. Okay, so, Darren, have you got a loan of a few quid there to? up? Uh, <laughs> yeah. we you could five. go has or both cameras, Darren. How would you feel about that? Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. You know, Great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, look, they there, you know, that's
2: that's the r five is it's you know that's 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 the price of a professional camera. You know what exactly, I mean? That's, that's what it yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and when you look at the, the 5D Mark IV when that came out, you know, that was what, 3.8, something like that, three three seven, three eight, three nine, maybe, maybe yeah. tipping 4,000. You know, it's come down an awful lot since then, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even the EOS R when that came out, I think that was tipping the scales at uh, uh, 3, 3 odd thousand, wasn't it? Or, or two, yeah. two two eight or 2.9, something like that. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. um, and then for the R six again you're looking at two eight nine nine, which I, I to be honest with you, for what you're getting there, I, I think that's I think that's pretty good. To be honest with you, I thought that would be over three three grand when, yeah, yeah, when I when I first seen all the specs and stuff like that. So I think I think that's I think that's pretty pretty good going. It you is. know. It's I think a lot of people were saying the R five would be would be over five grand. So
0: yeah.
2: for it to come under five grand is you know, it's about, I think it's a bit of a bonus. It's still yeah. a lot of money. Look, left us not. You know, it can't be around the bush. It's still a lot of money. But you know, for for somebody who's who's using it as a, as a, as an everyday working tool or an investment in their in their business, you know, they'll they'll get the benefit
0: out of it. You took the words out of my mouth, Gareth. I mean, like, I I will be seriously considering the R five. But come here, look. We're going to leave you go. We have the rest of the show to go. We're going to debate. We're going to drool over cameras. these two cameras. Yeah, That's exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> but uh, thank yeah, you very no, much. So.
1: Really yeah. do appreciate it. Thanks for taking on, the Garrett. call, Gareth, man. Enjoy. Yeah. Cheers.
0: No worries.
2: sir. Look, If you need anything
1: else, you know where I am. Just give me a shout. I need Cheers. an R6 and David <laughs> 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 needs an R5. <laughs> oh, love you. I told you.
2: I told you. You're on the list.
1: You're on the list. <laughs> Good man. Hey, on my my name's on the list. Happy Thanks. days. Happy days. Cheers, Gareth, man. Thanks a million for that. bye
0: Bye. Bye. Well, that was an interesting talk to say the least. So, before myself and Darren go debate about what's coming up for these cameras and some specs and some other lenses, also, let's go for one break, and we'll be right back after this. Today's episode is sponsored by Old Tree. As a company with an international reputation for quality and customer care that they are told is second to none. They fully understand their obligation to you, the customer. Each suit is manufactured to an established procedure that they have developed and evolved over the years. With their experienced, dedicated team, O3 has grown into their respected dry suit and wetsuit manufacturer, and is an established market leader, putting quality neoprene innovation and service at the very core of everything they do. From the very beginning, it was their strong belief that O3 would be about exceptional quality and customer care. Simple really, and still their main aim. O3, coming from the cold. And you're very welcome back to the Irish Photography Podcast. I just want to say a big thank you very much to the main man in Canon Ireland, Garrett Conroy. Really do appreciate you coming on to chat a wee bit about the cameras. So, Darren, there is some news that has, like we already know, has broken the community of photography. And there's a few things that kind of jumped out to me when looking at these cameras. Well... As of yesterday, this is going live today, Friday. We were recording on a Thursday. Now I have a list here of so many things, and then we're go- we're going to go through them bit by bit. So let's just start. And these are no kind of order of most important to least important. They're just things that I noticed as we uh, went along. So first thing straight off the bat is the rate button is back on these cameras. Now there was a rate button on the five D Mark III, and I absolutely loved the rate button. Because if you're at a wedding or you're shooting at Santa's grotto, and if this person wanted three photographs of that one picture, you press the star button three times. You mm-hmm. know you got to print out three of those photographs. Or if you're with a bride and groom and this picture is an absolute belter, you press the, uh, the star button four or five times. And then when you import these photographs to Lightroom, those star ratings are there for you. So yeah. I absolutely loved that uh, menu thing and it took it off the SR. Now, I didn't bother going looking for a star rating menu if I could put it in or not. But the fact that the button was gone kind of disheartened me. So it's a welcomed addition for the rate button. Is there one on the Canon sixty? No, I don't know. I never use it. I don't do weddings. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do weddings. I you know, but it, now,
1: now that you say it, it's like, oh yeah, that's a very handy thing if I'm out taking photos in the landscape and you go, bang, there's yeah. the one. Because afterwards you bring them back. But I generally look at, you know, I don't go taking yeah. 4,000 photographs. I'm probably taking... 30 or
0: 40 max, you know? Yeah, I get you. I get you. But yeah, it is a welcome addition. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, though. It's I, good. Yeah, I, I, I'm delighted it's back. I think it's something that was sorely missed for, that, uh, came for the ESR. Right, let's jump on to the next one. There's no LC top mount LCD on the R6, but there is on the R5. Mm. Which would you prefer to have? An actual dial mount to change your settings from manual to uh, aperture priority, or would you prefer the, the LCD screen on top? Truth
1: be known, I don't look at the screen at the top that often because I know where the buttons are. I know what they do, and I see what they do on the back screen of the camera. The only time I'd use it is being been at nighttime if I was doing Astro, and I can mm. press the light to light it up. Um, I like the one that you have on the USR because it's digital. It's not the old analog dot matrix, but the fact that it's gone on the 6, I wouldn't miss it because I don't really use it, but I can see where a lot of people would use it. Uh, particularly that it's, you know, it's on the five, so it is important. So to me I'm really on the fence. I don't have a preference for A and a in it. Um now okay. you are using it obviously on the EOSR. Do you use it much?
0: Um not really. There you go. Um like you, the good thing about it is that like if you keep your finger pressed on it, it kinda lights up a very dull colour. So obviously if you're doing night photography, you know it's not gonna blind people. Yes. It gives you a lot of information on that L C D, but I don't really use it too often, so I'm not, I'm not upset or I'm not disappointed and I'm not excited whether that's there or not. Um, well, well yeah. you know what,
1: speaking of low light, one thing that I really like about the uh, R5 is, and it's the same now actually with the R6, because they've got exactly the same IBIS, which is you've got mm-hmm. eight stops of stabilisation.
0: That's right. So, you eight know, if you're,
1: you're in low light, man, that's unbelievable. I mean, look, you know, and then you apply your IS lenses... That's where I, think that's, I think that's how you get up to the eight. Isn't it? I think it's six it has in the camera, and with the IS it goes up to eight, um, which that's is right. incredible, you know. Like, no, you might be able to say, how am I going to be able to afford the R5? I could sell a few tripods. I won't need as many of them, now because I've got an eight stops so I can continue to hold the camera on. But, no, all jokes aside, I mean, that's class, you know. Uh, particularly when you want to start taking wildlife photos as well and handheld, you have mm. to be bang. And I can see there in no light that I figured out when we were down in Clarny that time. You can't do that. You can't do it handheld. It's gotta be on the tripod because you're shooting into a dark area, like you know.
0: So Yeah, you shouldn't be wearing a red jacket either, but we won't get into that. They colourblind not. fact <laughs> proven. I don't care. I don't care. I don't Humans care. Aren't what someone says. Humans aren't. That it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh Jesus. Sweet, mother of God. You anyway, digress. The joist the the, uh, the touch bar is gone. Think Freaking god and the joystick is back again the joystick was on the 5D mark 3 and they put this touch bar onto the SR i absolutely do not like it in any way you shape never or use form it, sir. i i touch it by accident and it it automatically changes something in the camera and then what I've done now is that you have to keep your finger pressed on it to activate it I think it's more of a hindrance than anything else so I don't use it in any way shape or form so I'm kind of happy that it's gone and the joystick is back so happy days.
1: Yeah the R5 has 8K video the R6 has 4K video but the beauty of the 8K video if you think about it um, is that from an editing point of view like Garrett said a moment ago that you can take a screen grab a freeze frame, whichever it may have been from an 8K video, megapixel. which is wow. a 30 uh, megapixel image. But when you're videoing now, you can be mega creative in the one frame because you can have an 8K video and with, in, edit, in, post, in post, you can go Ken Burns or movement or zooms or whatever you wanted to do and you can move all around that frame and you want to have two people that you're recording sitting sitting side by side. You can use the one frame now and you can get the two of them sitting side by side and then you can crop I know you've got different camera angles,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and they're true. all in 4K.
0: Yeah, that is impressive. I, I, I saw that, and there's a few other statistics, and you know, we, we'll go over the video specs a bit sure. deep dive in more towards the end, I think. You said but they're in no order. Very, uh, oh, no, but in <laughs> my order. <laughs> I have a couple of notes right at the end with the video specs, which right, kind of on, yeah, slightly right, yeah. worry me if I'm being honest, but nonetheless, they're still amazing. Um the LPE6 batteries they're going to be still the exact same which is great news for everyone that has a Canon 60, a 7D, a Canon ESR, Mark 3 or 5D Mark 3 because they all have e- P- LPE6 batteries which is great but mm. they've also developed these almost new smart batteries which have this special software in them that is, they're the exact same size, the charger, they use the exact same chargers, but now like they've this smart technology to get 14% extra out of the battery. I thought that was very good.
1: Yeah, you probably have that in the handle batteries already, I imagine, the high-capacity extremes, because it's the same battery size. But yeah, I think it's interesting if you're using technology you note know, that's going to integrate it into the camera, because if you take that same battery now, so... Have they released a whole new battery? No. Can I take that battery and bring that back to my 60 and get 14% more of my 60 as well?
0: I can't don't quote me on it, but you should be able to. Maybe I don't so. see why not, because yeah. it's an actual smart battery. It's a smart software. So yeah, maybe, maybe know, not.
1: Yeah, but you know, I think everybody's big question was the battery. What's the battery life mm. going to be? And you know you okay, you've kind of said we're going to talk about the video at the end of it, but that's going to consume a lot of battery. And, you know, to get the 14 extra percent Brilliant, because you can keep the same footprint and there is going to be nothing changed um, out of that. So, yeah, interesting.
0: Mm -hmm. They also released some lenses and other little toys today as well, Darren, and they released a a battery grip. Now, I'm not a fan of battery grips. I absolutely hate them, right? I think they're the biggest waste of money anyone could ever have. I mean, they're so expensive. They're like over 200 euros, 250 euros for a battery grip, so you can install... An extra battery and make your camera heavier. Should <laughs> so you just have that battery in your camera bag anyway. Did you have one? I just change it out. I did have one for a certain reason just to see what they're like. Oh. And then I got rid of it after about four weeks. Didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, Get yeah. rid of it. But now I found a reason for battery grip. Go on. And it's to do with time lapses. If I want to do an ultra long time-lapse session and I want the battery to last an X amount of period of time, if I had a battery grip, that means there's going to be two batteries in there. So that's twice the length of the time lapse that I wanted to do. So if I want to do a day to night time lapse or a night to day or whatever you call it, holy grail time lapse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then you have that battery capacity. So you don't have to charge uh, externally power it. I think you can do it some with Sony's. I don't know if you can do it to cannons. You probably can, but I just never experimented with that kind of stuff. But battery grips, yeah, the brought out a brand new one, Big woo We kind of knew it was coming. Can
1: can you turn off the LCD screen on your ESR? Yes, we can. Okay, because you can do that as well on the R5 and the R6, so that's going to help to save mm. battery too. So when you're using DVF the then.
0: Yeah. There's also a file transmitter, Darren, and the file transmitter, I don't know what it does. Translate it's in the shape files. of the battery grip, and I forgot HT. to ask Gareth what coffee? It is. Huh, Say again?
1: <laughs> you said you don't know what it does. It's a file no. transmitter.
0: Yeah. But what do what, to, what, what, like, what, what exactly? you think it does?
1: Like it transmits files. It doesn't make tea right, or coffee, okay. like All or right, toast. Okay. <laughs> but why is it in the shape of a battery grip? Probably a version of a battery grip that can do it because it's not built into the camera. But the camera should have Wi-Fi already, so I don't know. It'd be interesting, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I can transfer files from my camera already. You see, that's why I'm curious as to what this file transmitter. Look at was. you! You're
1: already looking at additional shinies to add onto your new R five already, and they're <laughs> not even out. Like, what else can I get the bolt onto the side of it? <laughs> I don't even know what it does, but I want it. it looks cool.
0: I just, I am curious, Darren. Curious, Gas. curious. Gas. go on, you. Extenders. Extenders, they brought out two brand new extenders. Now, in my own personal experience, I think every extender that I've ever had, or used, or owned, is mush. They're crap. I hate them. I have owned the Canon one. I've owned the Sigma one. I think the two of them are not at the races in any way, shape, or form. Uh, The Sigma one was slightly better than the older Canon one that I had. But it's still not perfect. But... These new extenders, I wonder, is the quality going to be there with them? It's a a fair question. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think so.
0: Yeah. Do you think they'll be at the races? Uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, look, you're you're bringing out such a high-end gear right now. I mean, look, what they've released today is phenomenal from what's in the kit. It's flagship times two. And, you know, it's Mm. a case of, like Jared Polin had said before, the sleeping giant. I mean, look, they've come back with a bite and they've shown... Phenomenal gear, so why would you jeopardise that by bringing in a substandard extender when everybody knows the existing ones are already substandard? So why would I want to invest in a new one for the same level of bad quality? Yeah. Um. But I, I, I hope it's good. That you know, I hope it'll be interesting as well to be able to see it because like, yeah, we'll talk at the moment about the lenses that they brought out because that's interesting too.
0: Well, tell me more about the lenses. What lenses did release?
1: Uh, they released uh, a few different types actually. Some long lenses. There's a 600, isn't there? Oh, and there's a one to four hundred. Right. Yeah,
0: um, six hundred. I don't uh, f11 is it? Yeah. So they brought out two f11 lenses. They brought out a 600 mil and an 800 mil. So the, both of them are IS STM. So it's silent motors inside them. So for video users, they're going to be brilliant. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I love Sigmar glass. I think it's absolutely amazing. But when you try to do video with a Sigma glass, it's stupid. It's the most stupid lens ever because all you hear is the focus motor clicking and moving non-stop. So the STM lenses are kind of built for that kind of reason. It's a silent motor, which but is I great.
1: But you won't get that if you use your road. Go. Sorry, ro- what? If you use your road, road go.
0: Yeah, I know, yeah. But like if I want, if you're still going to hear it. I'd rather not hear the motor going ah, in okay. and out. Ah, okay, not and on the then.
1: video, but you actually hear it. Okay, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah,
0: you'll actually hear. Like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. That's my biggest drawback with Sigma Glass, and I'm a big supporter and a big proponent of Sigma Glass. I think they're amazing, but that's the one fall down I think that they do have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those two lenses, 600 and 800, are two of the lenses that they brought out for the more uh, prosumer consumer kind of photographers. But what I don't get, Darren, is right. There's 600 and 800 prime lenses, right? But yes, the barrel moves in them. Why does the barrel move if they're prime lenses? Does it move, yeah? Yeah, it extends. Right. I, either that, I'm I'm going mad if, I, if I'm if, i think about huge. it
1: now. I saw it, I, of the images. Now, to be honest with you, I don't like the look of them. I think they look plasticky. I mean, th- they yeah. don't follow, like, they're, they're completely out of place when you look at all the lenses that they've released in recent times and the qualities that's been done. But okay, it's going to come in at a lower price than what you'd expect to pay. So if you want to get the optics, great. You want to get the yeah. 600 and a good quality, then okay, that's the thing to get rather than going off and getting an L lens, which is going to cost you multiple times more than what that's going to cost you, I imagine. True. And it did bring out
0: an L lens. They brought out dough waha <laughs> The 100 to 500. Now this one caught my attention straight away because it was the biggest and it was the shiniest out of all the mm. lovely lenses today. So like I said, 100 to 500 and it's a variable aperture of 4.5 and then at 500 mil it's going to be 7.1. Now, it does extend to seventy nine point one. Is that going to be downfall? But the ISO capabilities and handling of these cameras now is getting so much better. So I don't think it's going to be a big mahus of problem. And also, it's USM ultrasonic motor, and it's an L lens, so its quality is going to be really, really there. Mm. So you saw some of the video specs and some of the video uh, clips today on the YouTube channel, Darren. What do you think of the dude with the? The motocross pictures. Didn't see it. I didn't get a chance oh, to watch not much it, Sorry, no. I thought you were. I'm um, sorry. No,
1: yeah, I was kind of catching it in, in, in bits, so I couldn't be able to watch all of it. So I know you were glued to it, salivating. So you tell me <laughs> what you think of the guy's photographs in the motocross.
0: Uh, my apologies. I thought you were watching it with me but no. Obviously, you were on a, a conference call or something. But um yeah, I thought the camera was really, really good. The lens marries well with the body and the tracking. ...with this lens is absolutely phenomenal... ...simply because it's got like this new kind of dual motor thing inside it. Okay. So uh, rather than just the one normal one... ...they've re-engineered the whole motoring system inside this lens apparently... ...and it's the focus tracking is so much better, faster and quieter. So I really look forward to maybe if Gareth was nice enough to lend me one... ...or give me one... (laughs) (laughs) ...then I could test it out for the world to see... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it does excite me. It really does excite me. I would gladly get rid of my 150-600 for this. Would you? I would, because I can bring the 150-600 in my camera bag with me, whereas I can't, but the other one it's too big. Yeah, it is big. It's a big lens, like, yeah. And another thing, actually, that I find in regards
1: to both cameras released today is the differences between the two. And, you know, there's a lot of things that are similar. But there's a couple of things that are different as well. And just a couple of ones there that I kind of got in my limited amount of time I had to research because we are recording this so fresh, is the EVF. So the EVF on the R5 is a 5.7 megapixel EVF, whereas on the R6, it's a 3.9 megapixel EVF. Now, if you remember when we did our EOS R versus RP, you were slagging yeah. me about the amount of megapixels that I had on the RP versus what you have on the R. So, again, this yeah. is even another level above that, again, I imagine, is it?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to look for the monitor sizes 3.15 on the ESR. I'm trying to figure out exactly what the the EVF is here. I'm trying to put it up. Sorry, I can't find it. Sorry, it's just I just don't have it. Um, I don't know exactly what it is on the ESR, but it, man, it's damn good. But you would see the difference between the R and the RP yeah. in the EVF. The two of us noticed it quite significantly. I think yours was a million, and I think mine was two point five. I could be wrong.
1: Something and along those lines, end. yeah. <laughs> so I can, it's higher again now at three point nine and five point seven. So you know that's you can, insane. You're like watching HD. Yeah,
0: but like there's no lag on the SR at all. Mm. I can't remember on the RP. So imagine what the the R five and R six is going to be. I it's it's. It's going to be phenomenal. It's exciting times. Really it really is.
1: It is. And I think another part then as well is that, you know, the R5, as Gareth would have said, is, is pitched towards the pro or the person that wants the best of the best and doesn't want to have any compromise, let's just say, from Canon. Because yeah. this is the flagship now. This is the new flagship that's been released. And like all flagships from Canon, they're built and they're built to last. So with the R5, that's going to be weather sealed, whereas the R6 is not going to be weather sealed. That's very good to know.
0: I didn't you know? know that. No, I, 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 for all the homework that I did, I didn't even think to check to see what was weather-sealed.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, that's the beauty of it. Like, But, I mean, at the same point, though, I mean, my sixty, I've put that through horrendous conditions. That's not weather-sealed. And I've never that's had an sure. issue with it. It hasn't missed a beat. Kevin Foley, God rest his 6D, whoever bought it off him, because when we were in <laughs> Donegal, he had the sixty <laughs> slung over the shoulder on the tripod pissing down rain the whole camera was absolutely drenched and later that day he's like oh my ring isn't turning there but the following day bang it was back again so you know that's right Canon equipment is built to last and even James Burns across the water he's got a Canon M50 for his vlogging and that's been through the wars. It's been absolutely drenched. It's been hit by by cars driving past through puddles and it's still going. It still survives. So, you know, I really don't think like that the R six is going to be that that badly compromised the fact that it's not weather sealed. But yeah, that's a big difference, I think, if you're if you're needing it. Uh,
0: very true. Very, very true. There was also two other lenses launched today as well at 24 uh, at RF uh IS STM lens as well. So it's very Lapture F4 to 7.1 and there was an 85mm F2 macro IS STM. That kind of surprised me, but we won't get bogged down because we want to move on a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um so there was a printer launched today also, Canon Pixma Pro 3000 and it's an A3 printer. And our good old buddy Sanjay was on to talk about that for a while. Always always lovely to listen to him and hear what he has to say. And he's he thinks this printer's really really good definitely one for the the person who really wants to get into printing at home and kind Mm. of really get rich blacks and good highlights and all that so that's something to look at if you're interested in printing uh the animal tracking is on the ball cameras so like Aris was saying it's it's fantastic the dynamic range on the cameras is 0.2 less than your canon or your sony cameras now The uh, R Mark fives or what is it? Mark four? I can't remember. Uh, A seven R Mark four, yeah, Mark four. So yeah, they're after catching up at Sony. But you know what? We'll take one more quick break, and we're going to break down both cameras to see which ones we're going to buy for ourselves. Clearly, because we've loads and loads of money, of course. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) we'll be right back in a minute. Hello,
1: everybody. My name is Thomas Heaton and this is the landscape. No, no, it isn't. Oh, let me do it again. Hello, everybody. My name is Thomas Heaton, and you are listening to the Irish Photography Podcast.
0: And you're very welcome back to the Irish Photography Podcast. And now we're going to see which cameras we are going to buy. Cameras,
1: are you buying two already, is it?
0: I always need two cameras, Darren. Remember, write that down. Write yeah, that but you down. have two cameras already.
1: So, you know, that's an interesting one, right? Because you have two exceptionally good cameras at the moment. Oh, yeah. Okay. Before today or yesterday, it was the best Canon mirrorless camera that you could get. Okay, you have the EOS R-A, but I don't think that's going to be better than what you have from an all-around camera with EOS R. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Correct. So you're not going to go for the R6,
0: I ask me this question at the end again.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And I let you know. I, I I've made my outcome already. What I'm going to do. Well, the reason and I say
1: you're not going to go for the R6 is because you want to have the best that you can possibly get. Yeah. So I w- if, 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 if Canon came out tomorrow with an R5.5, you'd have to get that one.
0: You're probably right. Yeah. Maybe right. I don't know. But let's jump through. Give me your rationale
1: kind of, as to why you're gonna get the, sorry, whichever camera you're going to get.
0: Okay, let's break this down. Yeah. Okay. So the R5. Okay, we know the price now since Gareth told us it's going to be four thousand eight hundred and fifty euros. It's got one CF card slot and one SD. The R6 is coming at two thousand nine hundred euros, and that comes with two SD card slots. You say r5 is weather sealed r6 is not okay so the price point that means the r6 is better but then the sd card slot and the cf card slot is better than the 2sd simply because the cf is so much faster but it's at an extra cost because they're goddamn expensive one camera is 45 megapixel the other is 20 so that's that's a big difference, Darren, especially to the mm-hmm. landscape photographers because you want that resolution. Sports photographers, they want that resolution. So I don't think the 20 megapixel camera is going to be those type of photographers. What do you think? Yeah, I think, and that's
1: one of the things I'm looking at at the moment, even looking
0: at, uh, not only at the spec of the, the, the
1: photograph, but you know, the spec of the video, right? So you're saying, okay, Darren's going to go for the 6 yeah, you would yeah. naturally think I'd be interested in the yeah. six because, as I said to Gareth, the natural progression for me to come from the six, if I want to stay at that same level within the range that I am when I got to six, well, I got to six late, I suppose. But you know, it's 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 not it's the semi-pro, it's the you know, not the professional, it's the enthusiast, which is what I am, enthusiast, right? Um, but then I look at myself,
0: enthusiastic, huh? You are enthusiastic, I'm enthusiastic, yeah
1: yeah can we go walk? Can we go walk no? can we go walk yet? Where's the ball, Where's the ball, where's the ball? Um, but yeah, I think you know I'm probably going to I don't know. see, that's the thing, I don't know because the 20 megapixel turns me off,
0: okay because I already,
1: I already have that on my 60. There's no difference okay. And do you need something better than that. The images I get in the 60 are perfectly fine, but I would like to have it just in case I needed it.
0: Okay. That's fair enough. That's that's a valid point. You know, you gotta you've gotta chalk that down. That is a pro or a con to buying the camera. So you need to weigh that option in. Yes, but then on the flip side to that is if I go for
1: the R five, I also know I already have invested a lot of money in storage as it is, as we've discussed in the past. I now have to go find a lot more storage and probably a computer to process all that stuff that the R5 Mm. is going to give me. So I'm not now thinking and saying, okay, I want to go for the R5 because it's shiny, has all the toys, has all the specs, has all the bells and whistles, which it does, and I love all that. But my God, man, I think that's going to add up quite quick in regards to what you need to buy to support that. Okay, I could sell a tripod.
0: woo (laughs) (laughs) there you go you're, you're, you're saving money from that side of things but like both cameras have like Darren or Garrett said twen- 12 frames per second on a mechanical shutter Phenomenal. or 20 frames on an elect- electronic shutter which is really interesting like I don't use my electronic shutter much I don't really like it, especially in churches, because you get banding, and apparently these cameras won't get it. Mm. So that's something to think about. On the video specs, and this is why I was saying we'll wait till the end to get this. Right, this is what really interests me, simply because the whole YouTube stratosphere. I've really kind of, I've really enjoyed it, and I thought I wouldn't, but I I have. I'm, I'm I think I'm starting to get some bit good at it now at this stage. So. The video specs for this thing is on the r6 you can get full 4k no crop which is really welcomed because when vlogging with the ESR, you have 1 1. 1.5 times the crop or 1.7 i think it is actually so it's very hard if you have the camera on a gimbal and your 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 hand is really stretched out far so you can actually see your face so it's a it's a welcome addition Um, In 4K, you can only record on, well, only, which it's still (coughs) brilliant, 60 frames a second, 30 frames, and 24. Obviously, you're going to get (laughs) 25 in there. And 1080, you can record on 120, 60, 30, and 24 also. So, basically, you're not getting 120 frames in 4K, which you will get on the R5, Mm -hmm. but... There's also no AK, and there's no RAW on the R6. You get all that on the R5. Now, here's one of the biggest drawbacks for me, or one of the biggest selling points for this camera, or to differentiate from one to the other. With all those lovely video specs on the R5, okay, there is going to be heating issues, and apparently there are there. You can't record past 10 minutes, apparently. When I was doing my homework today, you cannot record more than 10 minutes without the camera, m- not malfunctioning, but overheating, and you have to stop using it, or else the internals are more likely melt and your camera will break. So that has to be taken into account. Mm, that's quite simply interesting. Simply because it's such a small camera, darn. These cameras are really, really small. If you think about a Canon C300, which is... Absolutely awesome. I'd love one, but, man, I'll never be able to afford it. They're a cinema-grade camera. And, basically, they're more or less running the same brains, the same Kodak as those cameras. The same Kodak as a 1DX Mark III. Yeah. And for them, like, that C300 has a fan inside it to keep it cool. The Canon R5 does not have the space to put in a cooling system in there, which is a big kind of drawback. So if you are to record in 8K or 4K, you have to do it very seldomly because you can't record more than 10 minutes. I think that's a bit of a bummer. That's a big bummer. But
1: then, let me mm. ask you the other question. I mean, you say 10 minutes there, right? But you can't record that. So like I said, if you want to do an interview with somebody,
0: you won't be able to do that. So Yeah. No, no. Now, I'm going what's... I don't quote me this. This is on the homework that I've discovered today I suppose from after doing one all day of like, research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these things could be ironed out over time with, I don't know, uh, firmer updates maybe, if it's possible. I don't know, but I suppose you can't put a cooling system in with a feckin' firmer update, you know? Free <laughs> bag of frozen um, peas with every camera. <laughs> after to be replaced it for a few hours.
1: But
0: <laughs> well, it's something to think about and hopefully with, maybe some firmware updates that they might be able to run the codex a bit uh cooler i don't know but it is something to think about it's something to put on the line and you have to be aware of this before you buy this camera because if you go buy this camera expecting to do this and do that you're going to be sorely mistaken you have to be this. and it is a cinema-grade camera. Whether you like it or not, it's amazing quality. I've seen some of the footage from Peter McKinnon's video today. He launched two videos. You sent them on to me earlier, Darren. Thank you very much for that, for the R five or the R six, and they're very good, very very good. Yeah,
1: I mean, <clears throat> I couldn't get over that today. Now speaking of Peter McKinnon, like that, you know, this event went live at one o'clock and bang on one o'clock, there was an email saying, email a uh, video from Peter McKinnon. You know, this is the yeah. R5. And I went, wow, man, he's had it already. And it's only just out to be launched. And next thing, 10 minutes later, another email, the R5, hands on. I'm like, oh, man, he's had this for ages. And then another 10 minutes after that, the R6, hands on. I'm like, oh, my God. This guy's had these cameras and for the last Why didn't he tell you?
0: I thought you were fucking buddies with him. I must have forgot to tag me. Like. It? Ah, for fuck's sake, Peter. Come on, like. I know. but I, You know what?
1: <sighs> uh, I haven't seen them yet. Um, so I don't know how good they are but what you just said to me there I can imagine that they're going to be awesome because you're going to see actual quality footage that you can get from each of the cameras yeah. and you know again we said it from the beginning like the technology that's within this is outrageously good uh, you're going in for an 8K camera right there in the palm of your hand you don't need a C300 you don't need a 1DX Mark three. you have it all smaller right now for the similar capacity okay there might be trade-offs right but at the same point look at what you're getting and as Garrett said, the 1DX Mark III is a seven grand camera. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting a very similar processor, but in a smaller body, lighter as well, because that's one of the things where the, the bigger camera is more heavier, more heavier, heavier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you are absolutely 100% right. But you know what else worries me about this camera? It doesn't worry me, it just makes me more aware and be more, especially like you said, a storage space. Mm. We need more of it now. And we all kind of want these SSDs to make our lives faster and more efficient. But the file sizes, if you're shooting on 8K RAW or 4K, they're huge, man. I mean, like an 8K RAW file, right? It's running in at 2,600 megabytes a second. That's insane. That is huge. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a 512 gigabyte card with 8K RAW video will fill up in 25 minutes.
1: Wow. Wow, that's crazy!
0: That's half the size of most people's computers. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm just going to say that it's bigger than some of the computers I've had in the past by a long way. That's wow. incredible.
0: And that's a six hundred dollar card as well, by the way, five hundred and twelve gig CF
1: All card. Right. So let's weigh it up, right? So if you're going to go for the R five, it's going to be four thousand eight hundred euro plus six hundred for the card. Yeah. Yeah. So you're at five four right there. You your computer is new enough; you don't need to change the computer. Uh, you might no, need to buy more hard drives, so you're probably looking at three hundred euro for that, maybe minimum. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're Very at five, true. you're
1: at five seven right there. Are you going to buy one of these CF Express cards? Yeah. You're not going to buy two. How <sighs> many yeah, batteries are you going to have to buy?
0: None, because I've loads them.
1: Yes, but actually, we ask you a question here because when we think about recording, can you record longer than the twenty minutes? No, that it's on the CF card.
0: Minutes. No, the, and I'll, t- I'll tell you why, right? like This is a, a co- not copyright, it's a tax law in Europe, basically. Yeah, because it can be classed so, a video
1: camera if it goes over a certain correct. Time, so it has to time. Uh, if video. it goes
0: over 29 minutes, 59 seconds, there's a bigger import duty on the camera, which will have to be passed on to the consumer. So in order to get around that, they have put this under that time limit. But all you have to do is press stop and start again. And in some cameras, it will automatically stop and keep recording for you. Okay. So, so I wonder, does the EOS R5 mind. or the R6 do that? I hope so. But like, it, it, more likely, it will kind of stop and start it for you automatically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why they can't. I'm sure they won't. I'm sure they won't. Now, the C300, that will not stop recording. And my Atomos Ninja five does not stop either because it's an external recorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, what else have you got to tell me why you're going to pick which camera?
0: Okay, the they've, the R5, right, it's the H.265 files. They're a high compressed file, okay? So to use them, you will, like you alluded to already, it's going to need a high spec computer. Yes. So a lot of people would say videoing with the 1D Mark, uh, the 1DX Mark three. you need massive processing power because it takes so such amount of time to transcode and to be able to use it in Final Cut Pro or Premiere Pro, and it can still get laggy. So do take that in mind. You're not going to be able to use your 2012 Mac Pro or iMac to run these uh, cameras for video specs. It's just not going to float your boat. You're going to need a a new computer. So do keep that in mind. You know? Well, you know what? As you say that there, right?
1: You think, uh, the question I asked Gareth, who each camera is aimed at, if you're making money from photography, you want to have the best. Well, Jesus, these are fantastic in what you're going to be able to get today. If you're making money from photography, you want to have the best processors. You probably have it already that can cater for it. So if you haven't, then okay, you are going to invest that, but you're investing it in your business because it's going to give you better results if you know how to use it. Obviously, the better camera Mm -hmm. doesn't automatically produce the better results. But um, that's where I think the difference will come between the R6 and the R5. Someone like me who is not a professional, not making money from photography. It's something that I want to have good gear, but I'd love one day to be able to say, I'd love to have one of those 1DX Mark IIs. I remember saying it back in the day, you know, (laughs) I never was going to have one. If I got one, you know, it's like, don't meet your heroes. But I think on this one, the R5 is a hero because I think it's phenomenal what what it's come out with. But for me, I'm probably going to move and go to the R6 or, or I may not even go to the R6. I may turn around and say, Dermot, when you're upgrading there to the R5, I'll buy you one of your, your EOS R's off you.
0: Okay, that's a viable option. And a very good one. Yeah, absolutely. The USRs are perfectly fine. But you know what the problem is, Dermot? You have two. The problem with all this is... <laughs> I can't buy two off you. No, no. The, the problem the with all this one? great plan... The great plan of all this that you've put into, into uh, plan of action, right, is... You came and asked me a question at the start there. Which camera am I getting? Mm-hmm. Truth be known. I've been getting, I'd say about five or six. Jesus, even more than at this stage about the R5 well, today. It's which because you are getting, the king of gas, Mike. You know what I mean? Now, here's the newsflash. Here's the bomb that I'm going to drop. Do you know which camera I'm going to get? The one you already have. Correct. I'm not buying either of these cameras. Don't get me wrong. These are both really good cameras and they're perfect for the needs of who wants them. But I have two fantastic cameras here. I have the Canon ESRs. Some say they lack this, some say they lack that. They lack two card slots. Couldn't give a shit. All right? Tell Polkas to be quiet there, your cat. <laughs> that was my phone. Right? Gave me a message Oh, was it your McKinnon. phone? I thought it was your cat. Sorry, sorry, I forgot
1: to tag you in the video
0: today, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying either of these cameras. I love my Canon ESRs. I love what they can do. They're very well capable to do what I need them to do. Okay. I have an underwater camera housing for the Canon ESR. You can go get screwed if you think I'm going to have to buy a brand new housing (laughs) for an R5 or an R6. No thanks. Now, the R5 is more or less the exact same shape, but McKinnon said it's a bit thicker. It's a bit beefier ever so slightly. So you might have to get a new housing. You might not. But I'm happy enough with these ESRs. I love them. I think they're amazing. The video quality is unreal in them. Yeah, it's a pity about the, the 4K crap. But apparently, rumor mill had it that the ESR firmware update today was supposed to be out. That it might, it might enable you to shoot 4K, 4K uncrapped. If that does come out, I'm definitely 100% keeping my camera absolutely love it so sorry to let you down darren you are not buying any of my esrs because they are not for sale and i'm going to wait for the 5r f- the r5 mark 2 i think see <laughs> so i was right. to go for from. the 5.5 yeah
1: yeah i always want the next one i
0: always want the next one yeah yeah but what it's like your mobile phone like why would you update from your iphone 10 to an iphone 11 do you know, you always kind of wait for the second iteration, the next model up, Do you know the the two models after that. So I'm going to wait for the f- R5 Mark two. I think that'll be the time to upgrade. I think that'll probably be released in about three to four years at the most. And I think by then I should have enough money. It'll probably be about seven grand at that stage. Mm-hmm. I might have enough for it but uh, at that stage. So you never know. Yeah, which
1: I, I think you you'll get it sooner than that because... You will look at the time when your EOSRs will still hold value. And then you'll say to yourself, okay, they're starting to lose value. I better start selling those now. So I'll sell the two of them and I'll get an R5. And now I'm at the race again because I know at the latest technology. I know you, man. Today, now is the 9th of July. This podcast okay, goes out yeah. on the 10th of July. So let's market and see when the time comes when you say to me, do you know what? I'm actually thinking about getting the R5 <laughs> or the R6. One of the two. But yeah.
0: Now, I'm not getting an R6. If I was to go for either of those cameras, I'm going for an R5. I just don't think the R6 is up to what I want. Okay, the weather sealing, that is, that is a big thing for me. Yeah. You know, I know it's you say your R6 is bulletproof, and I'm sure it is, but I want confirmation to say, this is weather sealed. it's not going to get wet. I want the mass amount of pixels. I want 45 megapixel camera. Yeah. I want AK raw video. I want 120 frames, 4K video. When you see Peter McKinnon's R5 video and you see the 120 frames in 4K, you are going to go, oh my God, I want this camera. I mean, like the dude is on one of these kind of motocross uh, Jeep things, you know, quads, a quad going through this forest and they're doing 120 kilometers an hour over all these things and he's hand holding the camera. No gimbal, no jobby gorilla pod, just holding the camera with the R5 and a lens <laughs> and he's got eight stops Brave of stabilisation man. and he's just pointed at himself like this and it's it's usable it's not brilliant but the fact that he's going down this fucking forest road and going all over the place going crazy and you can still use ridiculously beautiful footage mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. just go watch that video the R5 we'll leave a link for it in the show notes and, and the, the links below in this video so and we'll put a post in, in the podcast as well yeah and Facebook if you do page. watch you just put the old comment underneath there that's peter why he didn't take Darren his video. yeah we will <laughs> yeah i'm going on now when i'm going to say it to him Come on, like what's the crap you know?
1: yeah so there it's an ex- exciting day for cameras exciting day for photographers exciting day for canon and i think an exciting day yeah. really for the overall industry i think it needed that kind of uh Kick up the backside, and he, as Garrett had said, yes. like the amount of questions I'd say that were coming through today, the amount of viewers everybody was talking Canon, 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 and they have managed to do it all remotely. I think they did a good job with it. Um, you know, I'm excited now. Hopefully, I can get my hands on one of them soon. Um, yeah, mm. I don't know, like I say, I don't know if I'm going to go for the uh, the six or the OSR, but I'll definitely be changing anyway because my own camera, what do we say, your birthday, whatever year 2000 and something
0: twenty twelve I think it was, yeah, 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 eight years, there you go, eight years yeah. old, like yeah. so i I think i've, I've yeah.
1: skipped a few iterations there, I think I'm allowed to do it now. i I've been saving, like, so I've been putting yeah. money away, like you know, instead of giving the smallest fella you know his pull up pants, he had to stick with the old nappies for an extra couple of weeks, like so it was great,
0: <laughs> but think of it this way, your camera's older than all her children, <laughs> put together. Yeah no,
1: yeah, no, no, they've they've halves, man, they've got halves, the halves are very, very important, don't you know?
0: Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. no, it's true, though. My camera is quite old, but
1: you know what? I I can still get a good picture, I think, out of it. Um, I mean, the 20 megapixel, yeah, I would like a bit higher, 45, I think, is a bit too much. I think yours at the 34 or 35, whatever it is, is just the sweet spot, yeah. I think that's just the sweet spot, um, for the quality of images, um, but yeah, overall. Really exciting, and delighted that Garrett came on as well and gave us, you know, hot off the press insight in regards to yeah, thanks, buddy. his own experience as well and hands on. So yeah, a bit of an exclusive there for the Irish Photography Podcast.
0: Mhm. So, any last words before we? Go to bed there?
1: Uh, Yeah, stop going, trawling the forums now. Stop putting your name on the order lists. Uh, Stop having dreams about things that are shiny and just, you know, take it easy. I know it'll be much for your small brain there today with all those new bits of technology and everybody talking camera, no matter where you looked. Even your wife and kids were talking camera so much today. It was all over the place. Like, so yeah, have a good evening (laughs) and don't be dreaming too much about I wanted it shiny. Remember the date? July the 10th, 2020. I'm not getting an EOS R5.
0: I'm not getting one. Okay. I'm not getting one. Okay. Do you know what? If, let's, before I go, now I know I said we're about to say the last word. This is my last word. If a deal came up in R5, I mean, like ah, a deal in the There a century, we go. Reason like, number three. No, 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 no. Wait wait. wait, wait. Wait, oh, wait. You 3. saw the deal well. I got for my Mavic 2 Pro, didn't you?
1: I saw that you have a Mavic 2 Pro.
0: Yeah. Do you see the deal that I got for that? Yes. Yeah. I got a deal at a century for that, correct? Correct. If I got the same type of deal, deal at a century for an R5, then I would consider it. I would think about it. But other than that, I'm not going for it. Mm. Mark my words, mm. buddy. Mm. All right? All right. Okay, and on that bombshell. Okay, thank you very much for tuning in and listening to the Irish Photography Podcast. I've had an absolute blast. And if you want to further your experience, please do jump onto the Facebook page. Just tell... A host named Dermot, or Darren, or sorry, Devin, is another host on the podcast <laughs> also from uh, a recent e uh, for the Facebook page. <laughs> How are you, Devin? I'm grunge, uh, no matter. Um, yeah. Sorry, you're taking photos. But, yeah. <laughs> but also, you can watch Instagram page, which Darren kind of mans, and he will look after sharing your pictures. And he's a nice guy, that Devin guy. He helps him out as well. Okay, guys. That's it for us. Thank you very much for listening. And we are out of here. Schlong everybody. Thanks very much for listening. Hey, guys. If you dig what you're hearing, why don't you jump over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts? Give us a five-star rating and don't forget to share with your friends. With all that done, we'll see you next week. And remember, keep shooting.